Hello and welcome back to The Brew Interviews, the only beer podcast hosted by the chairman of the Ouija board. I am Robbie and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 81 and this week is another movie review where Lauren and I watch the beloved 1973 classic horror film The Exorcist. So grab some holy water, your crucifix, the nearest priest, and join us this week on The Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. So how you been, Lauren? Well, Robbie, um, not going to lie, this week was a rough week, but uh, I am happy. You on your period? Uh, well, a little bit. It's spotty here and there. Called it. Well, Called it's it. not because of my period. I don't like have my period, Sounds but I, like I, I'm a continuous spotter because my period's all fucked up. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, you asked. You brought no, up the period. No, I didn't. You brought up the period, therefore you brought, I brought up-, up. I brought up PMS. I did not bring up continuous spotter. Well, okay, that's just, deer, I have just, cysts on uh, my ovaries. That's how it works. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah, you're going to regret bringing up PMS forever we, from now on. Can we restart this? I'll, I'll say it again and we'll just delete all of that. <laughs> so, how you been, Lauren? Minus period stuff. Well, it was a rough week, Robbie, uh, but I'm thankful for my friends and my family and my wonderful partner, and that's that's that. I feel good today, and I'm happy to be recording with you. Uh, even though I have to stay up and edit this episode tonight, so tornado didn't get you, so that's good. the tornado didn't get me, and I have a, a terrible fear of wind. So <laughs> <laughs> not of tornadoes, just of wind. Well, tornadoes are involved because they are made of wind, but <laughs> made of wind. Uh, so I was nervous, but I'm really disappointed because the storm was not as good here as it was in the Snapchats that I was getting from Keen. So I'm a little pissed. I love a good thunderstorm. I shut off. I was watching The Exorcist while this thunderstorm was happening, and I nice. had turned all the lights in my apartment off and pulled my chair up to the window, and I have a really good like view of the skyline, so mm-hmm. I just sat there and watched it, and I was disappointed because it wasn't worse than it was. <laughs> did, it not, did it not hit you guys really at all? I um I was right on the edge of it, so okay. the way the clouds were moving, like it literally, like I was on the edge of it because it was wicked dark, like all yeah. to the to the west of Whatever. me but like to the east it was super light like you could see the edge of the storm really yeah uh, at least yeah. where i was like we were right on the edge of the bad stuff so yeah it definitely passed right over us at one point like you could tell you're like all right there it is and then but it went by in maybe an hour it yeah like. yeah it, it didn't last for it like it rained it was, it was still wet out this morning when i oh, went yeah. out to take minor but it was uh it was not as bad of a storm for me as I thought it was going to be, and I'm a little disappointed. I love a good thunderstorm. Was, was there even a tornado anywhere? No, I don't think so, but the wind, like, the winds were really high. Yeah, but that doesn't automatically mean tornado. No, but it's a higher risk of tornado. I don't Tornadoes are true. terrifying. <laughs> You've gone through zero tornadoes in your life, right? There has been one tornado that's... I, well, there's actually been a few that's come through Keene, mostly through Westmoreland. I think there's been, like, two or three. You just said a few have come through Keene, and then you mentioned West Milan. That's yeah, well, Keene. it's close enough to Keene, but one came through the Cheshire Fairgrounds that one time. Yeah, My mom, well, listen, there was fucking tornado warnings, and the sky was turning green, and my mom told me that I had to sit in the pantry with a uh, beanbag chair on my head, and that is why I'm afraid of tornadoes. Wait, 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 what? I had she to sit, in the, sit in the pantry because the it's the most, chair? it's the most, like, it was the safest, like, tornado room in the house okay right and then she made me put a fucking beanbag chair on my head so when, if like, a tornado hit my head wouldn't get hit with all the cans 
So she was I, thinking okay. it through. It makes sense. I, I no, I don't think it does. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Wouldn't you want to protect your yourself? Girl, in this pantry. I know. Well, there's like a hidden door behind the microwave in our in our pantry, but I think she was just too lazy to open it up. Yeah, she didn't want to save her daughter from a tornado. She's Well, it's also under the stairs, which hasn't been exposed to air or anything in 20 years. So You were living like Harry Potter? No, I wasn't living like Harry Potter, but there was an opportunity for me to if I wanted to. Yeah, you should have done that. Hmm. You're right, I should have. Damn. All those missed opportunities. Well, anyways, Robbie, uh, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Survived a tornado. So that was fun. Oh, you well, know. oh, did a tornado touch down near you or? No, nothing no. at all. We, <laughs> we, we cooked pasta. <laughs> mm, what did I make last night? I don't remember. I don't give a shit, Lord. Oh, okay. I just heated up some egg rolls. Yeah. Some frozen pot bullshit. stickers. Yeah. Bullshit. I made a really what good burger doing? tonight. Um, well, Robbie, uh, in honor of our topic for this evening, I am drinking Born Sinner from uh, Branch and Blade. I don't know why I just forgot their name for two seconds, uh, but it's a New England IPA. It's seven percent ABV, um, and it's now their uh, go-to IPA, um, drawing from the inspiration of the Seven Deadly Sin Seven Deadly Sins series. Wow, yes. I can't talk at all tonight. Um, Ever. Well, I guess you're right. You've had like a Branch and Blade beer. Like I know. Well, I was thinking lot. that I almost didn't drink Branch and Blade, but the name just sounded so good and it's going to look good in pictures. So <laughs> I had to drink it. I promise next week I will not drink a Branch and Blade beer That's unless cool. it is the perfect match for the topic that evening. <laughs> That's my only. Anyways, this is delicious. Um, It's sweet and, and it, it it's actually a little bit more bitter than what I've been drinking from them because all I've been drinking from them is sours. But Sours. Yeah. But it, it does have... um. Like an, I just mouthwashed a little while ago, so I, I'm not like picking up the best. Washed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I ate dinner and I was like, oh, I don't want this burger to like fuck up my taste. Ruin the taste of the beer. Well, it was an Asian burger. I don't know. Don't worry. So, about so it. you thought minty mouthwash was the? Uh, well, yeah, but I did it like an hour ago, and it now it's still like you could have just left my... the fucking burger, Robbie. Okay, it was a garlicky burger. I had garlic breath. I didn't want it. I needed to mouthwash. I needed to mouthwash. Okay, I had I flossed my teeth, so I had to mouthwash. I don't want to think about that. Well, okay, I'm I'm not gonna let everyone know what this beer is like until a little bit later when my mouth is not as um, disgusting tasting. <laughs> this beer, however, is good at, on the first sip when before the mouthwash kicks in. So nice. Yeah. What about you, Robbie? What are you drinking? I am also drinking New Hampshire beer. I am drinking uh, Velvety Antlers. Ooh. From Granite Roots Brewing in Troy, New Hampshire. Oh. It is a brown ale at 5.5% alcohol. Uh-huh. And it is quite fucking good. Really? I like brown ales. I like... I, you know, I've warmed up to brown ales. The other choice that I was going to drink tonight was a brown ale. But, was um, it Branch and Blade? It, it was a Branch and Blade. <laughs> Honestly, I... So, that's Granite Roots, right? You yeah. said Granite Roots used to be Mooselick. Sure. Um, and no then clue. they were getting sued they, by another company because their names are too similar or something. I don't know. Moostrel. <laughs> I might have been. I think there is one called Moostrel. Well, that's the name of a beer, but the company name used to be Mooselick. They changed it to Granite Roots. I have honestly never liked any beer that I've ever had from them, ever. 
Really? Yeah, and I I don't even buy their beer anymore because I don't like it. So this I'm I'm really good. glad that you like it. So now I'm gonna go get that one to see if it's good. <laughs> but I, honestly, I, I've never liked any of their beers. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess I picked the right one then. Well, good. It says something about. So it's brewed by Granite Roots and Troy, and under special agreement. And under special agreement, Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, maybe they're here. guest brewing at another brewery. Like they're also brewing somewhere in Manchester. Under, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Like they're just like renting really space. Like they, like, or maybe somebody else is brewing for them. Like they're contracting out somebody to brew. People do that. Yeah, that's I think weird. that's a thing. Yeah, sure. These yeah, are the, like bigger breweries, aren't they? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Sure, we know a whole lot. We don't know anything. We know everything. So All of knowing it. everything. Did you see this whole like Twitter explosion about Adele losing a hundred pounds? Um, first off, she looks fucking great. Good for yeah, her. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, nobody should comment on anyone's weight, no matter what. So everyone can fuck off. She lost weight. She looks good. She's healthy now. Okay. Thank you. You know who's hating on her? Who? Girls. Yeah, because girls, girls hate on everyone. They're yes. mad because she lost weight and now she's yes. like one of the skinny people. And like, yeah, yeah, but shouldn't you be happy that she like worked really hard no. on like bettering her life? Because girls are crazy. <laughs> girls are jealous. Girls get jealous. Oh, like everyone should just jealous. be happy for everyone. Like what? Oh, if yeah. she's happy that she lost weight and she did it in a healthy way, then you should just be fucking happy for her. Yeah, people Don't are saying be a that, she's, bitch. She's, that she is fat shaming people by losing weight. It's confusing. No Probably because, there. okay, I can kind of see, like, where what? someone would find an argument and being, like, she was really empowering curvy women and, like, she was a role model for everyone. But, like, also, she can still be a role model for people. Like. Yeah. Just because you're curvy or not curvy doesn't no. have anything to fucking do with that. Also, just because she lost 100 pounds. Have you still heard her talk? She sounds like a fucking garbage woman. She sings what? like an oh, angel, okay. but her voice is so crass. That's because she's from like the white trash region of England, it's which is most so of England. It's funny. It is like literally the funniest thing ever. Like she just sounds yeah. like the trashiest like English oh, person, yeah. but she sings like a fucking miracle angel from the heavens above. Yeah. And all these horrible women are just like tearing her apart for absolutely no reason. Everyone should just shut the fuck up. Everyone should fuck up. I was listening to another podcast with my favorite comedian, Tom Segura, and they they brought up the whole Adele thing. And he was saying because he he does he does a whole competition every year, right? Right. Like, to, like lose weight with uh, Joe Rogan, right? Uh, sometimes Joe, oh. mostly Burt Kreischer, but yeah, yeah. And and Tom's made a good point. He's like, the only way you can lose a hundred pounds and still be healthy is if you have a hundred pounds to lose. So obviously she wasn't healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? She lost a hundred pounds. Yeah, exactly. Like she isn't yeah. it's not like she's anorexic. No. Like I think people are just making more than it is. Yeah, I think people are just mad that she lost weight. That's a fucking hard <laughs> thing to do. It's wicked hard. I'm officially at fifteen pounds, so I know how hard it is. Yeah, well, Adele did yeah. 100. So <laughs> I know. Shut up, Lauren. I've only Nobody been doing it for five months. Ugh. God. Adele did it in one week. That's because she's, <laughs> again, a fucking angel. I, why, I shit you... my brains out the other week and I lost probably 10 pounds. So I was going to say, maybe she just like took a pill and just shit her brains out for a couple months. Yeah. And then... I... That if doesn't sound like that, a way if to you could lose do that for me. No, well, it, I, it's called not? like water pills and shit. Like, take those. Water that... pills. Yeah, X-lax? Just take X-lax, clear yeah. your whole body out. You take them and they just get rid of all the water, water weight in your body, <laughs> through pee and poop. <laughs> so. I don't 
know how accurate that would work, but you know. Well, I don't know. So enough about fat people, Laura. Oh, what? All right. You kept making it about fat people. What are you talking about? I made it about Adele. <laughs> she's a fucking fierce, badass bitch. She should keep doing what she's doing. She makes more money than I... all of us put together, so everyone could just be quiet. I would have slept with her when she was big. Fuck yeah, same. <laughs> she just sang to me. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, oh, I would. I would be making her sing, Robbie. That's no, you I would wouldn't. Be Shut oh, up. Oh yeah. Shut up. Oh yeah. You ain't making nobody sing. I know this fucking quarantine, man. <laughs> I haven't touched another human in like two months. (laughs) (laughs) You're sick of making out with your dog? Uh, Yeah. Although I did get my uh, Athena order, so I'm really looking forward to tonight. Oh, I don't know what that is. Athena is a sex toy. Um, Oh, you don't have enough of those? Well, I don't. I'm not. Listen. You literally have a chest. Yeah, but it's not a dildo. It's a vibrator. (laughs) And I don't have any vibrators. I don't like vibrators. But this one I plan to use for a little uh, rim stim, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't have a vagina, so. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about my vagina, Robbie. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. This podcast turned really gross today. You're, you're well, we should give it an exorcist, Robbie. With, well, an yeah, exorcism. A man of God to work on your fucking vagina. Okay. Well, I'm a born sinner, so. It's a rainbow. Of, it's a rainbow on the can too, which makes me even happier. Uh, this week we watched probably one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Oh wow! And that is the nineteenth. You shut your fucking mouth, Lauren. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear what you have to say. Nineteen seventy three classic, The Exorcist. Okay. Directed yep. and produced by William Friedkin. I don't know if he really did much after that. At least nothing to this big of a claim. Yeah, I don't know who he is. So <laughs> you don't know who anybody is. <laughs> Um, I have a little synopsis here that I wrote up for those of you that are not familiar with the film. Action. Twelve-year-old Regan. Reagan? Regan? Reagan. They say both. They, they say both in the movie. It fucked me up. I'm pretty sure they say Reagan. They say both. I made sure of it. I was ah, like, fuck them. Yeah. Twelve-year-old Regan gets possessed by an ancient Sumerian demon named as Pazuzu. Which they never say in the movie ever. True. Regan's mother, a famous actress, must enlist the help of a priest slash psychologist slash boxer named Father Karras. Father Karras, who does not believe in possessions, soon realizes that this is real and is more than he's equipped to handle. He then pleads with the church to do an exorcism, but since Father Karras has no experience in this, they reach out to the old and decrepit Father Marin, who for some reason is also an archaeologist. Together, they fight the forces of evil to save Linda Blair and her future acting career. Linda Blair plays the little girl, if you didn't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so starting off, what did you think about this movie? Well, Robbie, uh, it is not my favorite horror movie. You don't movie. like any movies, so it's okay. <laughs> this was probably one of the most boring movies I've ever... It, you could have cut this entire movie out to like the last half an hour, and it would have been a good movie. <laughs> the last hour? like uh, Maybe 40 minutes. The last 40 minutes. The last 40 minutes of this movie were the only part worth watching i don't understand the entire purpose of the first 10 minutes when they're over in iraq or iran or wherever they are i think they're in iran but iraq are they in iraq they're in iraq okay yeah they are in iraq um i don't understand that part at all there should have been something more informative in there about what was happening also if he's an archaeologist he would not have broken off the the like rock on that statue the way that he did 
That... I don't know if he was a real archaeologist, but he was just kind of doing archaeologist things. Well, he was dumb. He shouldn't have done that. Because <laughs> you're an archaeologist. Well, I've taken an archaeology class, and they teach oh, you not to do that up, shit. Fucking loser. Jesus, I was an Did elective. You pay for this? Yeah, I took Did it at Kent State. Wow, that is sad as fuck. Well, I needed an elective, and it sounded fun. I always wanted to be an archaeologist. <laughs> My second choice in career would be a paleontologist. So, yeah, because you know so much about dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. That that doesn't mean you know a lot about dinosaurs. Yeah, because I'm not a paleontologist. You go to school to learn about them, Robbie. <laughs> God. Anyways, I thought this movie was boring, and uh, I understand how good it is for, like, the time that it came out, and that it's, like, literally the most, like, top-grossing R-rated movie, like, if you encounter for inflation, like, ever, but I just, it wasn't my favorite. You didn't like the part where she shoved the crucifix up her vagina? Honestly, it was a little disturbing. Anything that had to do with a little girl showing her pussy to to men made me very (laughs) uncomfortable. Now, imagine this in 1973. Oh, I can see how it would be very controversial. It almost yeah. got an X rating. Almost. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I like this movie. I mean, yeah, it is slow at certain parts, but when you know what's coming and you, you like, I don't know, the, 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 the visuals for the time, the makeup mm-hmm. was amazing. Like, yeah. I, I think she, she, she still looks creepy today. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking creepy looking. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Her makeup was good. The makeup for the uh, Mirren, is it, was that his name? the priest father marin yeah marin old old yeah you know that he was 45 years old when they he's always looked old (laughs) no no no. that that was all makeup it took three hours to make it do his old person makeup every day i've seen old pictures of him though he just looks like an old fucking man well he does have like an old man look but he was only 45 when they did that they aged him a lot for that uh for that father marin was played by max von sydow who actually just passed away the other month yeah like he yeah. he was young in, he was 90 he, oh no, no when he, he was doing this movie he still looks old anyway um max von sydow sydow he was in awakenings with robin williams ghostbusters star wars game of thrones uh voice actor for skyrim he was in shutter island he was Emperor Ming and Flash Gordon. If you've never seen Flash Gordon, nope. please watch Flash Gordon. It is the most hokey, fucking campy, weird movie ever. It's great. Oh, good. Is it 80s? I think it's 80s. I think it's 80s. 80s. Yeah. Um, we also have Linda Blair. And it was this was like her first big movie. She played Regan. Regan, Reagan. Reagan. I'm going to call her Reagan. You call her Regan. President President Reagan. Yeah. She was. She, she was weird in this. I always, I always thought her acting was weird. I always thought she played like she was a six-year-old and not a 12-year-old like she is in the movie. Well, this was like her first like movie acting role. She had only been in like commercials yeah. and like little like ads there was, and stuff. There like was small, small there, There's small like something roles. before in her filmography, but nothing we'd know. Yeah, it was all very small stuff. So this was like her first like bigger role. Still. She was only 13 I mean, when she was cast and she actually beat out. 600 other applicants some of yep. which were denise nickerson which is the girl who plays denise nickerson that's who plays violet in the willy wonka movie oh she's not a good actor either so that's well good. you're not wrong um dana plato from the name sounds familiar uh different strokes different strokes yep and she also beat out carrie fisher so carrie fisher yeah that's uh, what one thing i read carrie said. fisher in 73 ah beats me i don't know i feel like she would have been too too old for that well, well, that's probably why she beat her out. Or maybe it was uh, the uh, the mom that she was supposed to Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of the mom, played by Ellen Burstyn, 
who literally is in nothing else important <laughs> ever in her whole entire at acting all. career. She's done a lot, but nothing notable at all. Well, little, it's all little things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have Father Karis, who is the other who I think besides Regan is the main character is Father Karis. Um, who is Father Karis? Are you serious? Is that that's Demi, right? The Demi. Yeah, yeah, Demi. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, it's played by uh, Jason Miller. He really didn't do a whole lot of acting at all after this. Very, very few things. But he was specifically chosen for that role. Yep. Uh, he came back to play in The Exorcist Three in 1990. Oh, cool. And The Exorcist Three Legion in 2016. How many Exorcist movies are there? I think there's four, but but I was like, oh, that's cool. He, he was playing in the the other exorcist movies but i'm like wait he died in the first one <laughs> what was his fucking part in the other one maybe he just came back as like a like a spirit like an, or... a different character like he wasn't himself like he was just playing somebody else like in the movie <sighs> maybe maybe that's or maybe it was like, like a, a flat ma- or a flashback of some sort it's possible or a forward flash. i don't know how the movies are set up forward, forward back and flash yeah it maybe it was like reverting to like an old or new yeah. memory or something i don't know I I still love this movie. Maybe it's because I saw it as a kid and has a lot of nostalgia factor to it. But I just think it's fun to watch. I think those scenes with Regan being possessed are just insane and just so over the top. But they also like even today, that's like, wow, that's kind of creepy. Like, it's creepy. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like the last 40 minutes of this movie are great. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. In the last 40 minutes. The rest of but it. You could, could say that about a shitload of movies, too. The last 40 minutes are the best part. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll say it about those movies, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. The last 40 minutes are the only minutes of this movie worth watching. Although I did see that they had deleted a scene that I wish that they had left in the movie and taken some other nonsense out that didn't need to be there. But there was a scene that they had hired a contortionist to, mm-hmm. like, walk, walk back, down like, crab walk backwards down the stairs and it was yeah, yeah. it was a pretty cool scene it, oh, you can yeah. watch it they have like a you can find it on youtube or like they have a director's cut version of i was Exorcist. gonna say i think i think my dvd version that i own personally i don't have right now but i think that one actually does contain that scene because it because i was like i know i've seen that scene before yeah yeah there's like a they it wasn't released in like the original like no, no. film but i'm sure that like any dvd now has like an option to see it or like a director's cut version but yes yeah yeah because they re-released another one with it in there i think i'm sure it's been re-released a thousand times oh uh, yes i love just some of the quotes that like the the demon that's possessing her they're so great like i still remember them to this day uh, like one of well, like one of the first ones that he says is the sow is mine. Yeah, after she, to the girl. she like tells the old men, <clears throat> "Fuck me, fuck, fuck me. me." I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But I think the best is when she goes downstairs when they're playing the piano, and she just fucking pisses on the rug. <laughs> well, she says, she says, "You're gonna die up there," and then she just starts pissing on the floor. See, and now that whole part of the movie, I didn't. I don't know if I just like wasn't paying attention what? or I didn't understand. She said that you're going to die up there. Yeah. But she said it to. She said it to the astronaut. Yeah, but that's not who died. No, no, no. Nobody died. But he Burke was died. To... If no, no. See, yeah. See, that's a different guy. But no, there's another the astronaut there because he's talking about it earlier in the party. He's saying, yeah, we're going to go back up again for the, the Apollo or whatever mission. Uh, and that's why she comes back down and he's yeah she's like, all right i just i must have just like missed that scene or something yeah yeah i was like what i don't what is she talking about <laughs> up where what's going up on where? 
Uh, and then I was like, see. but and then they were like Burke died. And I was like, but that's not who fucking she was talking to. Yeah, then we got the crucifix as a sex toy, which is fucking Ugh. crazy. Uh, apparently, like disgusting. in the book, apparently in the book it was so much more graphic. Well, yeah, but I'm sure it was, but you can't put yeah. that in a movie. No, 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 not at all. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find one of the lines that she always says. <laughs> What an excellent day for an exorcism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's like a classic walking. line. Like, so everyone amazing. uses that. And people who haven't seen the movie know what that's from. Yeah, well, in that... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I was trying to get a burp, but it was, like, foamy. It wasn't coming up. Um, that, and I finally realized what that fucking music was from. The... Tubular Bells? Yeah! Do you know yeah. that was written by a 19-year-old? Yep. Crazy. I did. Tubular Bells, yeah. It, like, skyrocketed to, like, the top, top of the charts in the UK. But... I'm sure. That used to be like one of my ringtones back in the day. It was Tubular Bells. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and the Halloween theme. Um. Did you know? So probably one of my my most favorite fun facts about this movie is that there's a real life um, serial killer as an actor in it. Really? Yeah. You know the um, the X-ray technician, the guy? Um, well, like when they take her to the hospital at one yeah. of the times. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a few I, times i don't remember which one it is, so but. in the it, he's like you'll be just fine or something like that like he like has like one line or two lines oh yeah when when they're like they oh like, yeah when it's scrolling and it, you can see the reflection in his glasses no he's not is wearing that the guy no he's not wearing glasses oh, he's like a, a younger cool shot, though. he's like a younger guy it's like the first time she goes in right. it's they like put the the thing like on her chest and like mm-hmm. it the it's yeah, I know wicked loud it, yeah. yeah he four years after this movie uh was released was convicted of murder because Ooh. he was murdering um, just lots of homosexual men in uh, New York and chopping their bodies up and throwing them in the river. Nice. Yeah. So uh, after he was convicted of that, the same – who's the director's name? Say it, Say his name. Friedkin. Yeah, Friedkin. He I – I think I said Friedkin. That's funny. Um, he made another movie uh, called Cruisin', I think, mm-hmm. uh, that is based on – him his murders his really? murders yeah oh that's awesome yeah right i he don't like, know if i've seen that uh it has um who's the guy that plays scarface al pacino yeah it's got him in it yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 it's basically yep. like a it's really just, weird yep it's really weird yeah so that's a fun fact for this movie so one thing i wanted to look up but i, I actually forgot to was after this movie came out in 73 and i think it got like more release in like 74 like it yeah, was like no, small i tiers. think it like 74 was like yeah. the, the big i wanted to see if the number of possessions and exorcisms kind of went up oh i don't interesting. know if they would, i don't think they would track anything and if, if anybody did track it it'd be the church and the church isn't going to release records like that no but uh I, I would always think that'd be kind of funny it's like it's like when a movie releases that's really popular and the next year there's like a boom and you know baby names yeah, main character. yeah. you know it's the same idea but was there or all the sightings of Slender Man now that, like, that <laughs> yeah, case with, like, the Slender Man kid or whatever. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, and that would be interesting because this, it was based on, this movie is based on a book that was based on okay. an actual, like, real life case of possession. I'm yeah. finger quoting, but possession. Yeah. Um, that happened somewhere in the U.S. But there mm. have only been, like, three, like, actual, like, possession um possession like exorcisms yeah, sure. performed by the church that have been like okay the they've, been, they've been sanctioned by the church yeah 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 huh. um but do you think there's a boost do you think there's a boost in girls names being called uh 
Regan. After Reagan? This movie. Yeah, probably. Regan, I'm Reagan? A, you say Regan. I'm going to say Reagan. I'm going to say Potato tomato. I don't know. So I have some fun facts about the sound effects. You want to know them? Sure. Great. So you know the sound that it makes uh, when her head is turning like all the way around? Yep. Do you know what makes that sound, Robbie? You want to take a guess? I I don't know. Um, it's an old leather wallet that one that's of it? the crew members had that they would just twist. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all it is. That is a horrible fun fact. <laughs> I know. Well, that and the lady, the lady that did the demon voice for Reagan. Yeah, I she, read a lot about her. Yeah, she, her and Reagan never met. They've, they've, nope. they never met at all ever. Um, mm-hmm. but she, in order to get that voice, would chain smoke cigarettes and then and drink, drink whiskey <laughs> and raw yeah. eggs on set. Yeah, so yep. she could get the the creepier voice, like the yeah. right consistency and voice, and like, yep, and with the sound effects of like the vomit and stuff, like mm-hmm. that's crazy. That and the vomit. Um, is actually Anderson's pea soup, pea soup. mixed with oatmeal. Yeah. Uh, they used Anderson's because they first used Campbell's and it didn't work as well. The the woman that does the voice of the possessed <laughs> Reagan, uh-huh. she I think she believes sued or tried to sue the movie director or like the company or whoever. The War- is it a Warner Brothers? I don't know. I don't think it was a Warner Brothers, but she was um, suing the production agency because she didn't get credit for the voice but she had originally stated that she didn't want credit for the voice but then had just changed her mind later and that's kind of like they eventually gave her credit they were fine with it they didn't care it's not like it was a big deal to give her credit but apparently linda blair got nominated for an award an academy award because of that because of the voice because nobody knew it was another woman they just thought it was linda blair doing some crazy shit so there was some crazy stuff with that, and I guess interesting. Yeah, and, w- and once you get nominated for something, you can't get unnominated. So they just had to run with it and hope that she didn't win or something like that. Like, you can't I don't even get know if she unnominated. Win. Dude, Academy Awards and the Oscars are so fucking rigged. Anyway, oh, it's crazy. So it's just like but... the movie rating system. Literally, the whole fucking thing is rigged. Oh, the uh, not ESRB the. Uh, yeah, well, whoever gives it the R. Rating yeah, yeah, yeah. MV. Like, don't listen to ratings, people. Just watch whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pay attention to ratings a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, like, kids. don't, like, watch a movie before you let your kids watch it if you're concerned, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, before you take them in to go see Pitch Perfect 3 or 2 or whatever it was, and there's just a bunch of dick and fart jokes, and none of the little girls understand it, and the moms are all there acting, why, why, why does my daughter not get this movie? Cause because you didn't look at the ratings. <laughs> <sighs> just saying. Well, you're not wrong. Who's your favorite actor in this movie, Lauren? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I love the old man, Father Marin. Yeah, I was just gonna say I think I like him the best because like he doesn't have to say a lot, but it's just his posture and his his, his persona. Very, yeah, he's yeah, a very, very commanding, commanding character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was pretty. Cool. I think he did a good job too. He's a, he was like a he's a very not not polished actor, but he's he's kind of like Sir Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Like they're very proper and. Yeah, exactly. Things like that. And apparently command, he was offended they're by- They're commanding people, like just yeah. in general, I think. Apparently he was kind of like offended by some of the stuff that they had Linda Blair say. Oh, yeah. Well, that, um, <laughs> uh, Ellen Bur- Burst- Burstyn? Burstyn? What's the- Yeah, the mother. The mother. She yeah. only, once she was offered the role, she only accepted it if they took out the line, I believe in the devil. 
from yeah, the screenplay. Yeah, because she was supposed to say that, right? She was supposed to say it. And she ref- yeah. she wouldn't she wouldn't take the role unless they removed it. Yeah, it was the seventies, I guess. I well, that and it it was really controversial because her character was essentially an atheist. Because when they yeah. when they ask like, do you have any like religious beliefs? She was like, no, like neither of us do. Yeah. And so like for that time, that was that was a pretty controversial statement to make. So one thing I never understood is how she gets possessed. Is I, it from the Ouija board that she plays with? I think that the house had. Well, see, again, that's like one of the things that like it's wasn't confusing. explained very well. The, yeah. the thing is that the demon that possessed her was Pazuzu, which is never mentioned in, in this yeah. movie. It is it in the purpose. second movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, the statue that's found in Iraq, Iraq is a Pazuzu statue. Like an idol, yeah. But they never make, or unless I missed it, they don't make the connection between that statue and how Reagan is involved with that statue. She doesn't have any connection with any of the, like, fathers or, like, yeah. um, so. I, I honestly don't remember. I have no idea. But she said that she found the Ouija board in the house. So yeah. I'm thinking that, like, there was just some sort of like other force in the house that like brought her to the ouija board and then pazuzu just like came through the ouija board Hmm. that's like the least frightening demon name by the way pazuzu pazuzu well pazuzu is actually not like a demon he's a he's a he comes from like a different area yeah it's yeah. ancient Sumerian, but no, it, it, he's like the he's like the the wind a de- a wind demon. He's a demon. He's a demon, but he's yeah, he's a wind. But it's not like of... the the type of demon that like we think of. No, it's not like Christian Catholic. Yeah, exactly. But it's still, still demon evil entity. Which is funny because like they use Catholicism to like Catholicism. Yeah, that was difficult to say. I'm gay, so it doesn't work naturally. Um, I don't remember what I say now. Oh, so but it's funny that they use Catholicism to like cast out a demon that's not a like catholic demon or yeah. something like that that yeah just thinking about it now that's funny but again a lot of movies though yeah but i don't like understand i don't understand how how the two are connected or nope. how they got connected in this movie i don't really care i just like i just like the possession part of it it's amazing i get excited to watch it every time it's just cool see just i cool want the explanation effects. that's why i'm frustrated with this movie because it does parts of it don't make sense yeah, but that's okay. And, but again, maybe it's just something that I... Well, it does. it's not okay, Robbie. I need okay. to know. At um, least give me some more hints so I can figure it out. <laughs> so when I looked up the ratings, that is one of the few... Like, there wasn't a lot of negative reviews for this movie. And the ones that I did read that were negative were a little too long. Way too long. And just kind of parts didn't make sense. Like, they're just unnecessary scenes. Yes. Which I understand. I would have gotten rid of some of those scenes and put in the crab walking one. <laughs> put in the crab walking one. Um, on IMDb, this has an 8 out of 10. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato score, which is like, like I think it's their critic score, is 83%. Wow. The audience score is 87%. Wow. This is like the best rated movie I think we've ever watched, by the way. <laughs> and it's probably one of the, my least favorite ones Shut that up. I've watched. <laughs> Metacritic has it at 81 out of 100. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I understand why it has the good ratings. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I, I get it from like a critic standpoint. I get it from the time yeah. standpoint. For me, it was just boring. <laughs> it was just boring. Maybe because you watched it by yourself and it's not as... I don't know. I feel like you need somebody there to to converse with over a movie to... You think to so? To enjoy it more sometimes? Yeah, I think so. Well, maybe. 
Especially you, because you don't shut the fuck up when we watch movies, so. What are you talking about? I don't talk during movies. Really? All right. Well, <laughs> well, maybe I do sometimes. Depends <laughs> on the movie. You're one of the worst. I am not that bad. At least I talk about the movie. I don't talk about other things. <laughs> so if you had to give it a rating out of five, Lauren, what do you give it? Um, I'll give it a two and a half. Two and a half? Two and a half, three. Yeah. Really? Oh, I just, Robbie, it just, it really wasn't. I understand, but I just, it wasn't for me. Oh my God. I might I watch the other ones now, but. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. I won't watch the other I think ones. I've watched the second one and I don't remember anything of it. Which is probably not a good thing, right? No. I still quote the, the first one today, so it's... Everyone quotes the first one Everyone today. quotes the first one today. Which Fuck makes me. it a good Fuck movie. Me. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, everyone says that. The tongue work is so good. good. <laughs> yeah, Robbie? By a 12-year-old? Okay, I shouldn't oh, say that. <laughs> all right. I'm the... Uh, never mind. She's got a future ahead of her in Hollywood. <laughs> Did she even do anything after this movie? Oh, my... Linda Blair? Yeah, I don't know. A shitload of stuff. What'd she do? Constant TV shows. Um, she was a host in a lot of shows too. Um, a lot of paranormal shows. She was like the host. Oh, cool. Kind of cool. Yeah. Neat. Maybe uh, I just don't know what she looks like now. Yeah, you'd recognize her. Would I? Right, instantly, I think you would. Um, the rating I would give it. I gotta give it a four out of five. It's not perfect. The editing is not amazing. They didn't do anything revolutionary. I think besides the makeup. And kind of like the barriers that they pushed for 1973. I think, I think it was really controversial for the time that it came oh, out. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, did you know that that you know how they can like see their you can see their breath because a room is supposed to be cold. Oh, it was a refrigerated room. <laughs> yeah, they dropped. Do you know what they fucking dropped the temperature to? No. Negative thirty. They would drop Ooh. the take the temperature to negative thirty overnight so that it would stay cold. Through the whole yeah, day yeah, of production. Day. And, and the Blair was wearing what, a nightgown, a skimpy nightgown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because the director wanted them to like actually look uncomfortable hey, and cold. They did a good they did a good damn job at that. Uh-huh. that and the mom got a permanent spine uh, injury. She looks like a whiner to me. Is that just me? <laughs> well, I can I understand the back pain, but like she got thrown. They were on like when they're when Reagan is like flopping back and forth on the bed and like everyone's yeah. getting thrown around a room. They're all on pulleys that like people are just like pulling around. So like I can see how if somebody yanked you too hard and you hit a wall, like yeah, you might you might fuck your back up a little bit because in the seventies they're not as safe as they were uh, they are today. Exactly. Yeah, and apparently. There's some of the reactions were legit reactions. Oh, from yeah. Like, from like seeing Linda Blair's makeup for the first time or getting vomited on. Father, yeah. Father Marin gets, uh, not Marin, uh, Father uh, Karis, the, the younger Demi. guy. Demi. When he gets vomited on, originally it was supposed to just hit his chest, but instead it hit him in the fucking face and he was actually mad. Oh, yeah. He stormed so, off set. He was yeah, pissed. So <laughs> well, it's because he, the director told him it was only supposed to hit his chest. Yeah, it malfunctioned. But no, no, no. No, no. It was supposed to hit him in the mouth. The director said it was supposed to hit him in the mouth. See, I he read just, it was He just didn't tell him it was supposed to hit him in the mouth because he wanted him to be surprised. Where did you read that? Because I read that it, it malfunctioned. The tube malfunctioned and it shot higher than it was supposed to. Oh. I yeah. don't know. I heard it on YouTube. No, I heard it on YouTube. You heard it on YouTube? Yeah. Well, that's what the guy said. Those deep um, searches. But the, the director would also shoot off blanks right before they started yeah. acting so that they would be, like, scared and on edge. But yeah, apparently they – I can't remember who they did it to, but they fired off the blank. 
in somebody's ear, like super close. It might have been Father Karras, the guy, Jason Miller. And he got fucking pissed off again. Oh, really? Because a blank is still a gunshot, by the way. It's oh, yeah, not, it's still loud. It's it's a gunshot. It just doesn't have the bullet in it. It's still a shell with gunpowder. <laughs> like, it's nothing. It's still going to fucking ring your head. Oh, yeah. So that's very dangerous. I mean, that's how, um, what's his name? Uh, Bruce Lee, his son, died Yeah, because on the it, set of The Crow. Mm-hmm. It was a blank, and he was too close to the, and it fucking killed him. Jesus. Yeah. So let's not fire blanks at people. <laughs> yeah. Why are we doing that anyways? Oh, man. The 70s, man. Ah. <sighs> Back in the day. Lauren gives it a two and a half. I give it a four. And now that we've rated the movie, we're going to rate our beers real quick. Woohoo! Lauren, what do you got? Well, Robbie, uh, I am drinking Born Sinner from Branch and Blade Brewing. It is a New England IPA, uh, 7% ABV. And now that I have my taste buds back, it is sweet and riny and more bitter than I'm I'm used to in their IPAs, I, I think. It's good. I really like it. It's delicious. Um, this beer is going to get a higher rating than that movie and with a with a 3.25. <laughs> Unfortunately, mine will not get that same high rating. Um, I drank Velvety Antlers from Granite Roots Brewing. It is a brown ale. I like brown ales. It is slowly becoming one of my favorite kinds of beer. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, I've always loved like Saison's and IPAs and Kolsch's and stuff like that, but brown ales yeah i mean i think that the brown like breweries are starting to step underrated. their game up with brown ales was it kelson their brown ale is fucking amazing kelson has a good brown ale um beer naked in vermont has a really good brown ale i feel like i've had <laughs> lots of good brown ales yeah there's lots of good brown ales i'm gonna have to give it 3.5 3.5 right. very enjoyable easy to drink it's great Wonderful. I, don't know why I hate them so much. I want to try their other stuff now just to see. I know, yeah, well, this, now I want to try. I want to try that one. Yeah. Uh, get it at the Packy. Ah, love the Packy. Gotta love the Packy. Yep. I have a gift certificate to Brutopia, though, so I'll probably go there. Oh, yeah. You should give me something. Yeah, maybe I will. I will use my Christmas present to buy <laughs> you a present. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. Wonderful. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find The Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family just like these few people. Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, Jess, and the Wreck My Podcast crew. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. Anything else, Lauren? Um, nope. Stay home. Wear your masks. That's all. Fuck bitches. Get money. Yeah. For the Brew Interviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. And we're not possessed. Uh, speak for yourself. This has been The Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. The tongue work is so good. Good. <laughs>